Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Hello, Andrew. Hello, Edwin. How are you doing today? Buddy, I'm doing great. It's Wednesday. It is Wednesday. We missed you yesterday. Well, I tell you what, it it, it felt weird, you know, just, just enjoying the text talk, not speaking on the text talk, <laughs> but you, I did enjoy it. Are you are you telling me when you're speaking on it, you don't enjoy it? Well, I it's a different kind of enjoyment, different right? Kind of a joy. Different kind of joy. <laughs> you know, the, the it's it's like John the Baptist and Jesus. There's the joy of the groom, and then the joy of the friend of the groom, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, really glad to have Jesse with us uh, on text talk, and looking forward to the summer as it continues together with him and his his continued involvement even in this podcast. So excited about that! No, absolutely, he did it. He did a great job, and I'm glad it's going to work out for him to share share some of this uh, work this summer. It's good. All right, Psalm 45. Yeah. You got to hear us yesterday, yesterday talk about the Song of the Sun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to continue that, but maybe delve into a couple of specifics about Jesus the Son, King the Son. But go ahead and read Psalm 45. What are you going to read for us today? Yeah, I've got Psalm 45 here. This is the New King James Version. To the chief musician, set to the lilies, a contemplation of the sons of Korah, a song of love. My heart is overflowing with a good theme. I recite my composition concerning the king. My tongue is the pen of a ready writer. You are fairer than the sons of men. Grace is poured upon your lips. Therefore, God has blessed you forever. Gird your sword upon your thigh, O mighty one, with your glory and your majesty. And in your majesty ride prosperously because of truth, humility, and righteousness. And your right hand shall teach you awesome things. Your arrows are sharp in the heart of the king's enemies. The peoples fall under you. Your throne, O God, is forever and ever. A scepter of righteousness is the scepter of your kingdom. You love righteousness and hate wickedness. Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness more than your companions. All your garments are scented with myrrh and aloes and cassia. Out of the ivory palaces... By which they have made you glad. King's daughters are among your honorable women. At your right hand stands the queen in gold from Ophir. Listen, O daughter, consider and incline your ear, forget your own people also and your father's house. So the king will greatly desire your beauty, because he is your Lord. Worship him. And the daughter of Tyre will come with a gift. The rich among the people will seek your favor. The royal daughter is all glorious within the palace. Her clothing is woven with gold. She shall be brought to the king in robes of many colors. The virgins, her companions who follow her, shall be brought to you. With gladness and rejoicing they shall be brought. They shall enter the king's palace. Instead of your fathers shall be your sons, whom you shall make princes in all the earth. I will make your name to be remembered in all generations, Therefore, the people shall praise you forever and ever. A song of a wedding, mm-hmm. which we recognized, you and I did, on Monday, talking about how God lifts up marriage, mm-hmm. honors marriage, even even almost to this point of here we've got a song that is a worship song in a right. worship song book. book. How amazing that is. 
yesterday when when you were gone, Jesse and I got to talk about the fact that ultimately, though, this is not about Solomon. This is not about David or Ahab or Jehoshaphat or any of those others that got married throughout those generations, but is actually ultimately about the son, Mm. Jesus. The Hebrew writer points that out to us. We didn't wait till Friday this week to get to Jesus because this is just, it's Jesus. It's about Jesus, the whole thing from beginning to end. It's about Jesus. So we talked about that yesterday as the son and the king. Hope uh, I'm glad you got to listen in on that. But there's something that we skipped yesterday that I really wanted to dig into today. We, As we talked about Jesus as king, we looked at verses 2 and 3. Then we dropped down to verse 6. Today, I'd like to consider some things in verses 4 and 5, because those to me are kind of surprising, especially as just part of a wedding song. Um, or, yeah, actually, really I want to start, start in verse 3. three. Right? Yeah, starting yeah. in verse 3. Yeah, gird your sword on your thigh, O mighty one, in your splendor and majesty. In your majesty, ride out victoriously for the cause of truth and meekness and righteousness. Let your right hand teach you awesome deeds. Your arrows are sharp in the heart of the king's enemies. The people's fall under you. This does not sound like a king heading to his wedding. (laughs) Well, you know, two thoughts about that. Number one, this is a picture of certainly a mighty king and a warrior king, which is what you want in a king. Right, that this guy is a is a is a fighter, and he's going to be strong for the nation, strong for his wife, a real leader. Uh, later on, the new queen is counseled that she needs to honor him and and uh, you know uh, obey him as as majesty. Here's my other thought, though. Um, not that we have royalty in the states; you get to see a whole lot of royal weddings, right, or funerals. But but whenever they happen over in Britain, we do get to watch them. <laughs> My wife does. You know, and it is amazing how, for those formal occasions, the royalty actually does put on their their formal soldier attire. Martial array. Martial array. The fancy dress uniforms, all the different medals, even a saber by the side to complete it, right? Mm. And so there is this presentation of it, this very formal event being decked out in all the regalia of the mighty leader of the armies. So I wonder how far that might go back in monarchies and peoples. Verse 3, I think, certainly can give us just that idea of a martial array. Gird your sword on your thigh, O mighty one, in your splendor and majesty. It's your it's your wedding, yeah. it's your marriage, and, and we want well, you to demonstrate you know your manhood. And if it's a king, right, this is not going to be some small little eloping is it no a national event just like we talked about how uh, the psalms were used in congregational worship which was national worship during the pilgrimages and feasts right yeah. a wedding for a king is a national event as well what lots of people going to watch him i can even see that in verse four in your majesty ride out victoriously for the cause of truth and meekness and righteousness let your right hand teach you awesome deeds i think it's verse five that gets me your arrows are sharp in the heart of the king's enemies, the people fall under you. The peoples fall under you. Yeah. So, so, all right, yeah, we've got the martial array. We've got the royal regalia as we're on our way to this event to demonstrate manhood and strength and royalty as Leadership. I'm getting married. Yeah. But at the same time, I want you to remember, mm, 
I can kill you. Well, hey, he's the real deal, right? Isn't that even better than some, you know, fake regalia or fake medals? Okay. This this king's the real thing. This king's the real thing. What we're finding is not just the song of a wedding, not just the song of a son, but the song of a warrior. The picture of a warrior, certainly. Yeah, this this warrior king who is now getting married. You said earlier, this is what you would want in your king. You want a king who leads, a king who conquers, a king who goes out conquering and to conquer. Sure. Is there a sense you think in when in which a bride this is actually what she wants in a husband? Well, not that he's conquering her, <laughs> right? But protecting, of course. Defending security as a top need. Yeah, so isn't it sad? Here we are in America. I think when we first hear about this in this modern day, we're worried about a, a spousal abuse situation from a guy decked out in swords who goes around <laughs> with arrows. But this is actually a spousal protection scenario. Yeah. We have enemies. We have people who are coming against us, who are attacking our nation, who are attacking our family, who are attacking our marriage. And what we need is a warrior king groom mm -hmm. who is ready to take on the battle of anyone who would attack this marriage, who would attack anyone in this marriage. And this king is ready to take them on. So, you know, we're I, I've got two girls and a boy, and we've had plenty of of, of fairy tales, uh, movies, and uh, you know magical weddings and all the stories growing up as kids. Mm -hmm. And I I think for the girls, they have very much enjoyed several of the fairy tales where the ladies are are kind of kind of the heroines in the story. And if there's a guy, you know, he's a prince, he's a prince charming. He kind of shows up at the end of the story to. I guess being married. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But how would you tell a story where the boys are like, yeah, I want to be a king. Yeah. Yeah, I want to be part of this. I want to be like that guy. Mm. Well, okay, paint the king like like a warrior, like he is. Make it somebody that the men want to aspire to. Uh, I want to be a king, just like young ladies say, well, I mean, I want to be a queen. I want my wedding day to be, you know, I want to be the princess on my wedding day. The the idea, by the way, of princess here and bride and protected by the king, this picture gets filled out in Revelation, I think. In Revelation, we have the king who goes forth conquering and to conquer, and we get to Revelation 19, and we finally see the victory of our king. And in between and around all of our that— Our king Jesus. Our king Jesus. And in between and around all of that, though, we do see the picture of the bride— Mm -hmm. The bride who is actually a part of this battle, who's actually a part of this war, who is attacked and who in her own right steps up mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and battles and mm -hmm. takes part in the fight. So this is this is not there's no need for us to get involved in the modern politics and all the, the things about who's better. Who's look, Jesus is the king. He's the head. He's the groom. But that doesn't mean that his bride is just sitting on the side, just waiting around. The, the bride is coming alongside and stepping up and fighting in the battle along with him. Certainly we see that in the book of Revelation. Can I say that I just think the picture of Jesus as a warrior 
is by and large lost in mm. modern conversations about Jesus or teaching on him. Yeah. I mean, I love the connection that you're making there. This is about Jesus in this Psalm 45. And where do we see Jesus as the warrior, triumphant warrior? I mean, look at Revelation 19, verse 11, and notice some of the connections in imagery. In Revelation 19, verse 11, we're talking about Jesus on a white horse. Now I saw heaven open and behold, a white horse, and he who sat on him was called Faithful and true in righteousness, he judges and makes war. His eyes were like a flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns. He had a name written that no one knew except himself. He was clothed with a robe dipped in blood. His name is called the Word of God. And the armies in heaven, clothed in fine linen, white and clean, followed him on white horses. Now out of his mouth goes a sharp sword. With it, he should strike the nations. He himself will rule them with a rod of iron. He himself treads the winepress of the fierceness and wrath of Almighty God. And he has on his robe and on his thigh a name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Mighty Jesus coming with the army. In truth, in righteousness, these are things that are Psalm 45 King values. But with the sword... With wrath. With sharp arrows. Over the nations. And the nations or the peoples Mm -hmm. fall under him. Yes. You know, all right, we're almost out of time today. Well, we we always seem to talk about Jesus, and rightly so, do emphasize his sacrifice and the cross. And even there in Revelation 19, it's a robe dipped in blood, mindful of his sacrifice. But a victorious worker, warrior, conquering all enemies. And the amazing way in which Jesus works to conquer his enemies is through the gospel, is through conversion, making sinners saints, making enemies friends in Christ, those that would have him. So now we're even closer to having to wrap up than we were just a moment ago, As I was, uh, but I appreciate you bringing that in. I just want to say, I think we're starting to see something even in Psalm 45 about maybe who this bride really is. While this psalm could be used, and was used, no doubt, in actual wedding of king to a singular female who was his bride, when we have this idea of going out against the other peoples, Mm -hmm. against the other nations, Mm -hmm. maybe even in Psalm 45, we're already seeing that the congregation, the nation, is the bride of this king, the one that he is protecting and defending and representing before God. I want to spend some more time talking about that, but we'll probably have to do that in a different conversation. That's a great thought. We're so glad that you joined us for Text Talk today. Send us an email. Let us know what you're learning from the Word of God. Text Talk at christiansmeethere.org is the email, and we love to read them. Let's have a word of prayer. Our great God and Father, thank you, Lord, for the day. Thank you for this Psalm 45 which opens up our eyes and reminds us to see Jesus in all of his glory, the glory of a victorious warrior. Father, we do not want to oppose you or oppose Christ in any way. Help us to be humble servants, following the victor, following the warrior Christ as he leads us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. 
Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne.